Hi everyone, today I have a call with Corin. She is uh, wants to expand her cannabis business to the United States and has questions about taxes and we go over regulations, regulatory stuff and uh, how it's done. It's a tricky industry to be in right now. Hopefully it gets cleared up and easier later. But for now, it's tricky. And regarding, apart from the cannabis stuff, Canadians doing business in the US, if you physically have stuff in the US, a corporation is probably going to be a better option for you because of the disconnect. And we go over that in the call as well. So let's get to the call. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. So you have, no, a, you have a product that you need to have manufactured in the States? Yeah, um, it's actually, um, I want to start uh, selling uh, CBD-based products. So the legalities of having that cross-border is just non-existent. Um, legally, I can sell within my own country or I can sell within the States. However, I cannot have those products across the border. So if I were to start um, my business in the States, I would have to find um, a basically um, a manufacturer and a fulfillment center um, and keep everything within the states. Um, my question is, because of that, what are my um, tax obligations? Well, my... yeah, I mean, you pay tax. It's basically two separate operations, really. It's, um, you pay tax on your profits here and there's different ways to lower or raise the profits. Well, not lower raise, but there's different ways to lower the amount you pay tax on. But uh, you're Canadian, right? No? Yeah. You're Canadian. Yes. Okay. So, so, yeah, I mean, you probably would use the U.S. corporation and uh, operate kind of independently and then pay tax on whatever your net income is here. You can pay yourself a salary or a, like a commission or compensation uh, of some form, and that would go directly to your account in Canada, and that would be an expense here, but you'd pick it up as income in Canada. Okay. Um, and so then I would just, just the corporation would be paying taxes, not, I wouldn't have to pay as the individual. Okay, that's good to know. Um, so, well, am I required to have a U.S.-based bank account for the corporation? Makes it easier, yeah. The company should have its okay. own account. I mean, when people pay you and when you pay for things, it's going to be much easier using your U.S. Uh, your U.S. bank account, your U.S. debit card. Okay. Okay. And then, um, do you, by any chance, know anything about the Safe Banking Act? The Safe Banking Act. Let me learn about it all yeah. in 20 seconds. Okay, no I think worries. I might know about it. Um, safe banking act oh about cannabis companies well you said you're doing cbd yeah um yeah but um cbd still has uh through my a very um Quick learning experience. Um, I found that CBD is still considered um, marijuana, basically. I mean, it can be sold in the states. Um, each state has its own separate laws. Um, 
and and uh, everything has to be third party tested. And there's um, specific banks that will not do business with you because it is related to marijuana, despite it being legal. How are you going to get your marijuana to bake with? Uh, uh, I'm not buying marijuana, I'm buying CBD. Oh, so you're buying like extracts, you're not buying any kind of cannabis? No. And, but yeah, it's cannabis, it's, uh, it's uh, hemp. Um, but there's yeah. manufacturers all over the states that um, strictly work with hemp. So there's no THC, it's a 0% THC. Um, product. It's third I thought they changed. Tested. I thought they changed the laws recently to allow more freely the use of hemp in hemp products. That was like like last year, or the year before, or something. Yeah. Okay. They did in 2018. The farm bill was passed. Um, however, that being said, it's still a deep, dark, gray area that. Um, the states will, um, various states and jurisdictions will have their own interpretation of this law. So, um, yeah. Well, you have a lot of different people who interpret the law. It's not just the states uh, and the regulators, but it's the banks and it's the uh, payment processors and it's the people, the landlords and everyone that you talk to and you decide to work with. And it's interesting how much you want to like, so like I had people that I help who open bank accounts and they like are really doing like drop shipping, but they say that they're doing Amazon and then they really are doing drop shipping or they'll say that they're doing, they're like uh, doing, well, drop shipping is the one that's most issues because like the, because people have chargebacks or whatever, but they'll say they're doing consulting or they'll say this into the bank. So if you tell a bank, Hey bank, I'm doing, I'm selling cannabis products. They're going to say, yeah, we probably don't want to work with you. It's just high risk. Uh, if you tell them, yeah. Hey, I have a bakery, uh, and then you don't mention cannabis, they probably work with you. So it depends how much detail you want to get into, uh, when you, when you talk to them. Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah, my worry would be that if they were to find out, I would be liable for whatever. There's no, like, um, there's no, there's no, like, risk like there would be no liability you know the bank isn't going to sue you then maybe they'll close your the, what they do is they'll just close your account so they're gonna they'll say hey you know you were doing you're doing a cannabis business um we're gonna close your account you know they'll mail you a check for whatever balance was in the account so they can't just take your money okay you know and they're not the they're not and the and the banks don't work with the, the government either like the irs or the the enforcement agencies either. So if you, um, um, you know, so if you are doing that, then it's not like you'll go to prison or something. They will, they will close your account certainly, but, and they might like put you on some banking list or something. I don't know, but it's, it's just, and, and you have to tell them who you are and show them maybe your websites and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's a tricky situation because it's still not cleared up, but the new administration, I expect this to get more cleared up. Um, now that it's more of a liberal administration in the, in the, in the White House. Oh, well, that's going to happen soon, I think. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that, that clears it up a little bit more. But for now, it's, okay, it's well, kind of like that. It's kind of um, just like you do your best. <laughs> Try and make it happen. Okay. Um, so basically, um, the corporation will be paying taxes. Um, what is the corporate tax rate for um, 
for a business like a small business like this? Uh, uh, well, if corporate tax rate is 21%. 21%. And I think those dividends, if you, if, you, if you pay yourself like commissions, it lowers the rate. So if you, like, if you make a million dollars and you pay yourself $500,000, a company only pays tax on $500,000, but you'd have to pay tax personally in Canada on the other half. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, I know that I have to determine a reasonable, um, a reasonable salary for myself. But again, because this is a, a starting business, and I don't know where that's going to go. Um, yeah, it, I mean, if you don't make any reasonable. money, you don't have to pay yourself. Yeah, well, of course. But I mean, uh, reasonably, um, I would be paying. Um, I don't know. I'll determine that in, in the future, but, um, reasonable compensation okay. is more, more strictly re reviewed when you have us based people for payroll taxes for you. I don't think it's like that big of a deal since you would never have to pay payroll taxes in the U S anyways. Like they don't really care. You know, like if you don't pay yourself a reasonable compensation, there's no exposure or risk to yourself. It really increases the amount of taxes you would pay in the U S. So I don't know, it would be stupid for the government to pursue that right? Because they're lowering the amount of tax dollars they'd be getting. So I don't think it would ever be an issue for you, the reasonable compensation. Okay. At least in the okay, U.S., okay. maybe in Canada. Um, yeah. um, and um, as far as starting LLC on Delaware, is the best spot? I would, I would open a corporation, not an LLC. Uh, or you would open a corporation as opposed to LLC? For you, yeah. Canadians, it's different, especially if you're going to be doing business here. If you're going to be having a bakery here and having products here, if you use an LLC, you're going to have double tax issues in Canada. In Canada, uh, LLCs are viewed as corporations, so um, the tax credits don't 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 flow like you would like you would want them to. So in the U.S., you're paying taxes personally, and then in Canada, you pay taxes as a company, and you can't take credits on the same income the same way. Okay. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for clearing that up. I'm happy okay. to help. But still, in, yeah, I really appreciate your time this morning. Hey, happy to help. Best of luck to you, and I hope we get more clarification on these laws, which no one knows the answers to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Thank you, Corin. Bye. Take care, James. Bye. So that was a nice call. Very interesting business. We're talking about a cannabis business um, run by a Canadian, what kind of company to set up. The real issue is in how our cannabis, cannabis business is allowed to be run in the US and in this strange time where this stuff is um, still technically illegal on a federal level, it's pretty insane. It's a, on the same, they, they consider marijuana and cannabis on the same level as cocaine and heroin and even more dangerous, I think, than meth. Methamphetamines is class two or whatever. I don't know, but I think it's pretty crazy. Um, the states obviously disagree with the federal government. It's legal in many states, but it's illegal in the federal level. So it makes all this stuff a mess for entrepreneurs who want to enter in the space and and you know try and run businesses in this in this uh, industry. So. You know, you got to do your research and stay on top of this code. Section 280E says that for the Internal Revenue Code, I should have mentioned this in the call, um, 
businesses engaged in illegal activity can't deduct expenses, basically. So if you are engaging in a cannabis business, I think they allow you your cost of goods sold, which is basically like the, the growing of the plant, but they don't allow you the other expenses. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember exactly just off the top of my head. Section 280E, check it out. And if you uh, want to have a call with me, I'm still for a limited time doing calls. I'd love to talk to all of you. Don't have time to, but I would love to. And, um, and uh, you know, like and subscribe to the video if you like the video. So I'm, I'm pretty tired right now. If you like the video, don't forget to subscribe and like the video. I hope you watch all the way until this point, and I will see you on the next video. Thank you so much for your time and your attention.